Welcome to the Hill Pursuit Podcast, where we talk about training and life. Enjoy the show. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Hill Pursuit Podcast. This is episode 48. We are closing in on the end of 2021. It's December 14, bright and early this morning before 6 a.m. Mitch, how's it going? Going good, yeah, dude. That's it's crazy. I still can't believe we're closing on the end of uh, end of the year, man. It's oh yeah, I, that's all I can. It's crazy, but yeah, um, it's my old man's birthday and my aunt's today. So I don't know if they listen, but if they are, happy, <laughs> happy birthday! Nice, um, happy birthday. That's cool. Yeah. So like, yeah, that is wild, man. But no, everything's good, dude. Good. Yeah, I mean, we got a couple family uh, birthdays. I just had. Elena's first birthday was, you know, a few days ago and I texted you and she started walking two days ago, (laughs) which is awesome. So yeah, lots of cool stuff going on. Um, This is, like I said, episode 48. Um, We have, you know, access to all other episodes on the website, hillpursuit.com podcast streams on uh, Spotify pod bean and google podcast so go check all that out um you can you can catch us on social at at hill pursuit facebook instagram send us an email hill pursuit at gmail.com and of course just thanks for listening if you do keep listening share it subscribe like it we'd love to get a conversation going with you um and of course the more people we get to listen the the better that goes so um, thanks for listening. Share it with your friends, and we'll hope to keep growing and talking about fitness for everyone who who does listen and follow. So thanks. Um, anyways, let's let's dive in. How have the workouts been lately? What you been doing? Yeah, we kind of t- we talked like a minute before we start recording anything. Um, I had a pretty big test day on Friday, and um, so that was Friday. I'm trying to think if I trained on Saturday. What was Saturday? Yeah, I did train on Saturday. Um, I actually ended up training right after work. I'm kind of just taking this week, man. Uh, I think I'm not, I don't really have anything structured. I was trying to find a program to dive right into. And I was like, I'm just going to take a week, mess around, have fun. Um, so Saturday was a I tell you what, man, it's crazy. I, I jumped into like a strength session Saturday my work capacity is through the roof right now on like a relative, you know, aspect. Um, I worked up to, I have not been under like a heavy barbell for any type of weight, except deadlift. I messed around in quite some time months. Um, and, uh, so I worked up to, uh, I think just a 155 overhead press for five. I kept just working up in five rep increments doing pull-ups in between each. And then I backed down and just did like a five by five again, just pull-ups in between each. Um, and then I did some goblet squats and I finished with my, my three minute, uh, uh, exercise of choice. And, <laughs> yep. and um, I don't know, I didn't have a lot of time to finish or to do the workout. So I don't know if it was just, I just didn't take the rest. Like, and I felt fantastic the entire time. I don't think I took more than a minute and a half rest between any of the exercises. So I did that and that felt fantastic. So it took Sunday off. Yesterday, dude, I've just been itching to get under a heavy squat. 
like it's been killing me. Um, so, uh, one of my buddies that I train with, he came over, he's, he's been talking about someone that's really improved on their, uh, their running. He just ran a 5k the other day and he's a bigger guy. He, uh, he, man, he, over the last like six months, he totally dropped. He, he had like a mid twenties 5k. And for him like that, it was substantial. Like I said, he's a, he's a big dude. So, um, that's cool for him but we we ripped it like a, just a 15 minute warm-up run and then got under the bar for some squats and just started working up in threes like three reps and again i've been hitting like five pull-ups in between every exercise just to keep that and i was pretty happy man i it's not heavy you know definitely not like where i've been but for not squatting heavy in probably five months yeah i worked up to like 365 for three and it felt pretty darn good and then um Again, we just did five sets of 10 rows and uh, finished off with some six minutes of bicep curls, little bro set. Um, <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, and uh, but again, man, I tell you, it, the, my work capacity is from training like I have for the past six weeks. Again, I don't think I took more than a minute 30 rest, even between my heavy squat. And uh, yeah, that's, and, that's funny because sometimes, you know, sometimes when you're feeling good, a minute, a minute 30 feels long. Yeah, that's the minimum. Uh, he, it would, he would, so he, our, what we would do is I would squat, he would squat, we would rip a pull up set and then just go right into the next squat. Like while he was doing his pull ups, I was loading the bar up for the next and I was feeling awesome. I don't know, yeah. you know just probably, probably everything accumulated over the past, past six months of training. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, 365 for three on a back squat's definitely not <clears throat> not light at all, but I know you have more in you. That is probably why you're feeling that way. But if I remember correctly, I think my lifetime back squat's only like 385. So that's uh, – I'm nowhere near that now. So you saying 365 is definitely some pretty big weight still. So that's nice. That's good to hear. Um Cool. Well, <clears throat> what, uh, what, go ahead. How about you? Oh, <clears throat> um, yeah, nothing, nothing wild for me last week. I just moved. However, I felt like I wanted to move. Um, so I had, I don't remember the exact time frame, but it's probably been, well, actually it's been about almost three exact, exactly, uh, three months since, uh, the Ironman. So I was probably in like a, about a two week to four week postseason, and then about like an eight to 10 week um, off season, I guess, is where I put myself right now. And then I have six more weeks until I'm back in season. Um, so I'm slightly increasing the focus on more triathlon specific for these next six weeks. Mm -hmm. I've been doing a lot of lifting um, and most of my cardio sessions have been shorter and harder. So like interval stuff, like not, not even as hard as you and I did. I know that probably wasn't crazy hard for you, but more, um, more interval focused than like long, slow distance. So I'm going to extend the, um, the duration of some of these sessions here over the next six weeks. And get a little bit more focus as I get ready for back with my coach and hitting it hard. 
um, the end of January. So, um, you know, I had a, had a nice, I actually did a walk run yesterday just for fun. Um, I wasn't even planning to run yesterday, but um, I ended up having extra time that I didn't think I'd have. And I just hopped on the treadmill at the gym. Again, I didn't even really plan for it. So I just stayed on for an hour and I uh, ran for four minutes and walked for two. I just did that for an hour, 10 rounds, increased the speed every round. Nice little, you know, mentally it was it's it was fun to do that. I don't really like running steady state on treadmills. So um, it's it's a rare occasion that I'll get on a treadmill and just run straight for an hour. I'm not going to lie. I've done it before, <clears throat> but um, like I said, it's a rare occasion. So, um, dude, I think I've actually run 10 miles on a treadmill before. That's brutal. That's it's a domain. That's complete, a feat. It's completely stupid. So I think I've only done that like once, but um, yeah, I'd prefer, I, I much prefer uh, intervals and stuff. So I was just like, yeah, let's just, I have time. So Got a nice little interval um, session for an hour yesterday after a little lift. I'm only going to lift like three days a week now. And, you know, for the casual listener who hears three days a week, that that sometimes might be three more than what the casual person does. But um, obviously, you know, you and me, we know that lifting is important. So I've been lifting probably five days a week since since the off season started. So five days a week for like the last 10 weeks, eight to 10 weeks and noticing some good strength improvement, which is great. Um, but like I said, now I'm going to start diving back a little bit more specificity with triathlon. Um, I'll be getting in the pool this morning for a fun little workout and probably um, finishing off that session with a lift. So that'll be two lifts. But again, this is like, um, this is my, I have my last final exams today. <clears throat> so this is the, these are the only two days I'm probably even going to be out of the house this week. Um, so lifted yesterday, lifted today. I might be able to squeeze in a lift on Friday. I'm not sure yet. <clears throat> um, so that would be my, you know, there's my three lifts for the week. And honestly, that's the game plan I'm following for the next six weeks is if I can get three, great. If I only get two is what it is. Um, but I'm going to be bumping up my runs, um, bumping up my bikes a little bit and just making sure I'm in the pool at least three times every two weeks. Um, not twice a week, not forcing myself to twice a week just yet, but three times every two weeks has been a nice little consistency for the pool and I'm still I still have the uh which is nice about swimming I, at least for me right now I don't know how I guess I built my swim fitness relatively well but um I still have a uh, pretty good capacity in the water right now which feels great and I can still go out and rip an easy 2000 um which is the exact distance um of the of the races that I'm doing next season, it's no more than 2000. And it's, you know, I don't just go into the water and just swim 2000 just without any purpose. I do intervals and I work and I work and rest and I do different tempos and stuff, but 
um, I do remember a point where I would have like a 1600 meter or an 1800 meter workout and just feel like, how the heck am I going to do this? Mm -hmm. and now it's off season. And I'm really just like easily ripping 2000 meter workouts in the pool, which is great. And I, it's just like, I feel very confident with my swimming, even though I've dropped the, um, uh, frequency. I was swimming three days a week. Now I dropped it to three times every two weeks. So I literally cut it in half over the off season, but I'm keeping, um, my capacity nicely, which is great. So, um, and that that's different for everybody. You know, it might, if you're not a super strong swimmer, you might need to keep that frequency up a little bit more than what I'm doing right now, but, um, it's working for me and I'm excited about it. And, you know, honestly, I think about these next six weeks, I hope they go by fast because I'm just like ready to get back and start murdering workouts again. Um, like with, with the, with the structure in place. So, um, I know the holidays come and the holidays make things different and, um, make things a lot more challenging with a whole lot of sitting, a whole lot of eating, uh, less exercise, you know, stressful later nights with kids, you know, all that stuff is going to happen and it needs to happen. It's going to come and go. And then it's going to be game time once mid January comes around. So I'm just like waiting, really waiting for a month from now where we start to really dive back in. But anyways, that's where I'm at. Things are going really well. Um, <clears throat> and um, yeah, just a little bit of a follow up from the last NSCA meeting that we went to. Um, I'm actually planning the next conference that, I, that I'm holding. I'm planning that today, this afternoon. So reviewing a bunch of speakers and stuff like that. So that's kind of fun for me. Um, looking forward to seeing who we can get out at that clinic. It's, you know, that's forever away. It's not until April, but believe it or not, I have to have it planned <laughs> in less than a month. So um, that's what, uh, that's what my day is today. And I have some training, some final exams, and then planning an April clinic today. So that's where I'm at. Where is that April clinic? That one's going to be out in Philly area. All right. So yeah, yeah, that's going to be close to you again, or relatively in. Yeah, depending on work. Yeah. You know, I could slide up to that one again. Be, yeah. Uh, yeah. Be cool. Yeah. Um, nice. When is your uh, your first or your next big race or your first big one of the next year? <clears throat> um, I only have, uh, I'm trying to think, I only have two planned. I was only going to have one planned, um, the same 70.3 that I did last June um, called Eagle Man out in Maryland. Okay. Um, and I decided to do that one again because I really liked it. Um, it's drivable. So I registered for that one pretty early just so I didn't have to spend an arm and a leg to do it, you know. Um, so I registered for that one again. So that's June, early June, early, mid-June. And then, um, no, it's early. It's early. And then um, recently, the Ohio 70.3 changed its location from, I think it was, I forget the name of the city, but it was, my wife's from Ohio. So I forget the name of the city where they were holding it, but 
it wasn't close to my wife's house at all. So I was just like, eh, it's not really worth me doing that. I would probably do it because it'd be easy for me to get to, easy to do. But they changed the location to um, the exact location of my wife's family's lake house. So that one's in um, very close proximity to like, I'll literally be swimming in the lake in her backyard, her family's backyard. So it's just like, it's a race that's super, super close to home. It's easy to travel to. I don't need any lodging or anything. I can literally probably walk to the start, which is crazy, but um, I'm really looking forward to that. So I, I, you know, impromptu, I added that to the calendar um, and that's late July. So I'll have about six weeks in between those two races. Um, And, you know, I'm, I'm pretty excited about them. They're both 70.3s. I'm not doing a full, again for years (laughs) like we've talked about um some people see the name iron man like i've i've posted a couple times that i'm doing those races they see the name or the brand iron man they're like oh why are you doing this why are you doing that you said you weren't but they don't understand that the that i'm not doing 140 mile (laughs) full triathlon again for a few years because the training volume is just so incredibly high what i am doing is a 70.3, which is a half distance triathlon. And, um, it's much easier for me to train for. It doesn't take any real stress away from, um, family life. I don't need to train. I don't need to get in six hour bike rides. You know what I mean? It's not even close to the stress, the training stress of a 140 mile race. So, um, and I actually loved the 70.3 distance when I did it last year, it was so fun. Um, I felt, I didn't run as well as I wanted to, but I felt like that was a race that I could almost go all out and just like really just burn it as, as much as I could just to, just to see how fast I could go, um, you know, in the future that day I couldn't because it was my first one ever and I wasn't as experienced, but as I was racing it, I was like, man, this is a really, really fun distance. I feel like I have some potential to, to really enjoy this and really do it, do it pretty well. So I like the 70.3 distance. I'm going to stick with that for a few years and then see if, uh, see if the timing is right for a 140.6 in in a few years, if I, if I have the time, uh, based on family stuff, but anyways, not nothing until June for me. What's what's next big for you? Anything? No. No. Nothing planned right now in terms of you know any competition outside of uh, outside of my daily life and work. Um, nothing recreational at this point. I'm just kind of trying to piece together uh, where my training goes from now. Um, whether. Like we talked, we kind of chatted about this before, and this is really what's kind of tearing in my head right now. Is I have a pretty good, pretty good conditioning base right now. I've built my way up here, and uh, clearly my strength is is it's not obviously what it was before I jumped into this whole type of training, but it definitely didn't drop off, which was nice to see. So I'm I'm kind of really tearing a hole in my head to see if I'm going to 
kind of pick up some volume in terms of uh, like some hypertrophy work, dive back into the strength or uh, kind of just ride this endurance anaerobic wave and uh, see how far down the rabbit hole I can go, go with that. Um, so I think I'm going to just kind of take this week. They want to have some fun gym sessions. I think I'm going to maybe do some fun runs and uh, mess around, look at some different programs, see what I want to do and uh, start that next week. But right now it's, uh, I don't know. I'm kind of in a luau phase. Yeah. I mean, that's a good question. You know, like where, where does your training go once you finish a big event or a big block, you know, if you don't, you know, if you really don't have anything on your calendar, even next year, you know, even in the foreseeable future. So I think what seems relevant for you might be something, and we, you know, we don't have to turn this, this cast into this kind of like full discussion, but what seems like it might be relevant for you might be like smaller blocks of conditioning focus while maintaining strength, you know, like two to three days a week of strength, that's it. And then another smaller block where the strength volume is picked up like literally just four week blocks mm. you know that way you're focusing and building a little bit but and then when you shift the focus you're maintaining it so you're always trying to build something but maintaining something else yeah whether it's your strength or conditioning yeah i think that's kind of what i'm leaning towards is uh i just know you typically have like pretty big blocks i have massive blocks myself but it seems like since you don't know, especially what you want, you know, just start with a couple four week blocks and just see how you're feeling and shift the focus of each of them. I don't know. Yes. Yeah, that's probably where I'm leaning towards. I kind of want to do something endurance. I don't kind of think about, we talked about doing like our own little mini event here. Um, and I think I'm going to kind of do that on my own. Oh, uh, you are nice. I, think so. I don't know what it's going to be yet, but it's going to be something a little, um, it's going to be something. I just don't know what it's going to be yet or when. That's why I don't know if I'm just going to jump, keep, do a little build up to it. Maybe like a four week build. I don't know. Just because I, yeah, I've been doing a lot of 800 meter repeats and stuff like that, but I might, and I haven't been doing a lot of long steady state stuff. Uh, so possibly might do a four, six week block of just picking up some longer, lower intensity, longer yeah. duration runs just to, just to get the work in. And then possibly after that, maybe jump into um, some strength and some volume work just to kind of rebound from it. That's kind of where I'm leading at right now. I don't know. I, I truly miss getting under a barbell and lifting heavy. I do. It's that's I why do. that's why I think you have to like at least may at least maintain some level of uh, which I will big strength, even if it's not your primary focus, you know, yeah, I think like for me. Like I look at it for me too. Like I still do a lot of strength work, but I don't miss being under a barbell as much as like you talk about it and you do it a lot. Like I still squat and mm -hmm. I still deadlift, but if I feel like, you know, leg pressing or doing other movements aside from front or heavy back squat, I still, I'll still train my, you know, I'll still train my legs that way and not feel like, you know, guilty for not being under a barbell. 
you know, I so guilty. I just love the feeling of walking. I know, I know, I know, I know you just love it. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, if that's what you need to do, then it should definitely be in your program. hundred um, yeah. percent. And the reason it wasn't the last, it's just my training the last yeah. six months didn't call for it. And right. that's, and I think that's a sacrifice you have to make. And I, we, we talked about that before. hundred percent. No matter if you love something or not, and you're chasing something else, you have to make a sacrifice in your program. It says, I didn't give up strength work. I didn't stop squatting. I just squatted in different ways. And it was more for volume and um, no different than your Ironman. You know, you, you love to lift, but lifting heavy right up to the point of, tra- of entering the Ironman, there's really no point. You know, you're, yeah, risking, and- you're, you're risking some injury. You're risking soreness that could be taking away from your training. It's it's a give and take. And that's what I realized the last six months. That was probably the first time I truly ever totally flipped my training for one sole event and kind of, I don't, I didn't give up on, I still held my principles. I still did my mobility, uh, which I'm trying to stay disciplined on. Okay. It's a little bit rough. Sometimes I still had some strength in there. And, um, but for the most part, like I wasn't hitting like my main squat bench deadlift overhead press religiously. Yeah, um, it was totally structured different and it, it paid off. Yeah. I mean, look where you're at. You're still very freaking fit. <laughs> like it paid off. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's not, that's sometimes it takes like completely changing what you're doing for a long time, but then looking at your fitness and being like, wow, like I can't believe I haven't heavy back squatted or heavy deadlifted in this long. And I'm still this fit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, yeah, dude, for it, in terms of like the relevance, like you were saying, you know, strength training itself is of course relevant for every single athlete, but the way that you do it changes based on your goals. Right. So for, you know, for your stuff, you had to put something on the back, burn, your back squats, whatever on the back burner for four or six months, whatever you were saying, your heavy back squats. Right. But, and like for me with the Ironman, um, you know, I learned a lot that I'm going to modify when this in season comes around. Um, I'm going to train, I'm going to weight train more than I significantly more than I did last season. Um, and I'm going to maintain, um, two days per week, essentially up until my taper, which will be about two weeks. Right. So, um, and I didn't do that with the one with the full distance Ironman. I, um, I think I stopped resistance training like eight weeks out or something like that. And I, and before then it was only one or two times a week, just because the volume of triathlon training, I barely had time to get all that in, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was like, they're, they're like you said, it's a fine line and it, it is a sacrifice. It's like, what's most important for me to be doing right now. I have a resistance base, you know, here I am in season, getting very, very specific to this race or competition. I have a strength training base. Do I need to do, do I, if I have a free hour or 90 minutes, does it need to be under a barbell or should it be in the water where I'm focusing on my, you know, whatever. So, um, there, it, it's a fine line, like you said. And for me individually, I made the decision to focus less on it because I had a nice strength base. Um, and I essentially 
<laughs> I essentially stopped touching weights for almost like eight weeks, um, which, you know, was hard, but I think made sense for the full distance triathlon. But um, I wasn't folk as focused on weight training as I planned to be this season, especially knowing that I'm not going to, I'm not doing a full distance triathlon. I think there's even more application to resistance training for a 70.3 distance. So, um, because like I said, it's a distance where I felt at the time that I could just attempt to smoke it. Mm -hmm. And that's anaerobic. You know, if I'm, if I'm running a half, a half marathon and the miles are ticking down, you know, nine miles to go, eight miles to go, 10 K to go. If I'm picking it up, that's because I can based on the anaerobic training that I've done, you know, and I want to be able to do that. So I'm going to focus on resistance training a little bit more. Um, even if it, if, even if it only means like 40 minute sessions, I'm going to, I'm going to try to maintain two or three, two or three weekly, like I said, until I get to a taper and then, um, drop every, drop the volume for just two weeks. That's it. Um, as opposed to kind of what I did with the full iron distance where, you know, like I said, it was just, I had to prioritize time and sessions and, um, I'm really looking forward to that too, to see how I perform. And, um, yeah, we're yeah. excited too. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to seeing how that pays off for you. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I just, I feel like more of an athlete when I'm strong, and every time I get in the water or go for a run or get on the bike, I feel great. Like I still feel great. You know, mm-hmm. like it's been about 12 weeks. I put on, I probably put on, you know, five to seven pounds, and you know, I'm not stupid. I know it's not all great. I know it's not all muscle. Like I know that I'm not stupid, but, um, I'm a lot stronger. So I know that some of it is muscle Yeah, you know? for sure. and, um, so that being said, you know, being slightly heavier, not a lot heavier, but a little bit heavier and still going for these runs and hitting the same time and, and doing sweat and feeling confident in the water and strong in the water and then putting out similar power on the bike that's valuable stuff to be able to get stronger, put on more weight and be just as fast or, or a little bit faster and feeling strong, man. I mean, it's just like, I'm just itching right now. You know, I'm itching to, to get back into the gear of triathlon training and just see how my off season prepared me for this upcoming season. So yeah, six more weeks of uh, some of that stuff. And then I'm excited to see how it goes, but. Yeah, dude, I'm definitely looking forward to that. I think it's gonna. I think you're gonna be happy with the results. Yeah. I don't think there's really a way that you're not gonna be. And you know, just like kind of talking, you know, come coming from where I'm at right now, a lot of my training has been. I'm just thinking, a lot of my training has been. It's a lot of anaerobic work with over a period of time. So you're kind of building that aerobic capacity too. And um, so I think I have a real good structure to kind of go either way. I think I have a really good base to kind of. I'm, I'm floating right in the middle, I feel like, and that's the hard part. I feel if I took off into the more of just like the strict, long, slow, steady over a long course of time, I think I have a real good base for it that I can, I would ease, not easily, but I'd have a, I'd be comfortable kind of gradually working into that. And then the other side's true where 
I feel my work capacity is through the roof right now. My, my, my GPP, my general physical preparedness is super high, where if I go into the strength aspect, I think I could just rock sessions um, where I wouldn't, I could just keep loading the bar and recover so much faster, which would pay off getting with strength work. So that's kind of where I'm touring right now. Um, Cause if I know if I go straight, and if I go down the strength path, like I always said, it's like a soup. We always talk about that with the whole training soup, stew type analogy. You can't be a king at everything, but it's, you have to give and take in that soup. You're not going to put the same ingredients in the same amount and because it's, it's going to taste like crap and your results are going to be like crap in the training world. So um, if I do choose to go down that endurance path, like you were saying, definitely I'm going to keep some strength work in there. Absolutely. It's only going to benefit the endurance work and my mind too. Um, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I need that a little bit. And then on the, on the strength aspect, if, if I start pushing that a little bit more, I'm not going to drop that endurance aspect. Obviously I don't expect it to stay the same or maybe improve, but I'll probably maybe drop a little bit. I'll maybe keep like one long distance run in there a week. When I say long distance, it's not going to be anything crazy. Just then, long, slow. You mean no intervals. Right. Right. And then yeah. probably my, the rest will be probably back to dragging the sled around, pushing the sled around, um, keeping that somewhere. So that's kind of where I'm at right now, dude. And I think either way that I go, I just, I feel super good right now yeah. in my life. I have, I feel like my work capacity is probably one of the highest. It's probably one of the highest it's ever been. Um, I probably have to say like when I wrestled, it was pretty high, but I didn't have the strength to go along with it. Um, so I feel, I feel very good. I'm feeling dangerous. Um, so <laughs> I just, all right. Uh, all right. Baker Mayfield. <laughs> you said i'm pretty sure that's what he said so yeah we'll see man it's it's fun but that's why i, I like to talk bounce it off of you and i think you get yeah. a little bit of insight so i appreciate it yeah i love um i love what we one of the workouts that we did with the 800s recently and you know i know you've been ripping 800s it's just like it's crazy because you can do an 800 you can do two 800s you can do 10 800s whatever and when you begin a workout like that, you're running and you feel like, wow, I can do this all day. This is an 800. I feel great, you know, whatever. And then like you, I think you said this earlier, I made a note because <clears throat> you're going to, you, you're considering, you said, uh, I know you just touched on it again too, like doing some long, slow distance, even if it's once a week or, you know, focusing on it for a little bit, whatever, man, that 800 meter feel good feeling can go away real quick when it turns into three four five ten miles of running it's like where's that point um where you know you start the day of your run or your event and you're like man i feel great right now i could probably do this 10 miles at an eight minute pace you know whatever yeah but then you're only on mile four and then mile six comes around and you're like what happened what did yeah. I do? You know, it just happens so fast. It can turn on a dime. Um, and you know, the, the 800s are, are great. I just think sometimes it puts us into a lull of, man, I could just do this all day or my pace for this was, was this good. So I can probably run this for a few miles. And that's where like, not many people can do both, you know, and mm -hmm it sounds like you're in a position right now and I would say you probably are where you can do both or at least flirt with it a little bit. 
And, you know, you're going to learn what paces and times you can run if you try to go out for five to seven to eight miles or whatever, because that 800 time that you're ripping at a 530 pace or five minute pace, <laughs> that's not going to get you too far on. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not dumb. I realize that. No, I know. I know. I'm just saying like finding and learning that about yourself, like how much energy of that 800 pace you can put into your LSD type training it's it's like a really fun process and it, it takes yeah, a lot I don't of know that i don't know like right I, I could tell you pro when i'm really into the strength world and really under a squat i could probably tell you yeah this is i could i could rip x amount of weight for yeah x amount of reps right now you know yeah walking into the gym and uh, i never really went down the world of running or any type of endurance world where i could say hey like I could rip a, a three mile race right now in this amount of time. You know, I never had put that much time and effort into that aspect. I would just go out and leave it all out and see where, see where the cards fell. Yeah. You know? I have actually, dude, my brother-in-law is the same way. He, he's considering doing like a 70.3 triathlon just because again, it's close to our house. He's my brother-in-law. So it's close to our family's home. Um, but I said to him, I was like, you know, that you're going to have to train very slow, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. like not everything is going to be anaerobic and high power output. Cause he just, he doesn't have like speeds or gears. Mm -hmm. And honestly, like you're, you're probably like that, at least how you've been training. Yeah. Like, you just, threshold, man. Yeah. You just rip it and see what you got. And if you fail, so what, that's the point, right. Then you're going to get a little, get a little bit better and you know you're training that threshold that's kind of how he is and I was like dude you, you just have to be willing to pull it back a little bit because that's that's a base that you need you need an aerobic base not just a ball balls to the wall 100% all the time base for something that's going to take six hours so um yeah, it's just it's funny you said that because I'm like you're like you're like him in that way. He's a little bit more reckless than you in terms of the intelligent design of programming. But well, that's the thing, dude. As I was just gonna say, I think uh, just knowing people like you and talking to you about things, and luckily having somewhat of a background in it, I real I I physically know I can't put. I cannot run a five minute mile pace for 10 miles. Right. I physically know that I can't do that. And that's just naive to think that I can. So I think just understanding that, like I said, you give me a background and stuff. So I guess, and I dabbled in some longer distance stuff just on my own. And, yeah. you know, usually it turns into an interval type run anyway. And uh, that's where I'm at. But I, I like the, I think I, I hear a little family uh, competition going on here and I, I, I like where it's going. <laughs> well, I hope I can get him to that, that point. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Uh, he'll follow through with it. I think it, it might've just been like a, on a whim might want to try it. Um, I tell him you're going to smoke him. <laughs> no, dude, he's, he's the kind of person who, um, can roll out of bed and run like an eight minute pace half marathon in like an hour and 50 minutes. Which, yeah. Like he's, he has a good, um, like he just knows how to go hard. Yeah. And, um, uh, regardless of if he trains good or not, but, um, and he doesn't have other gears. So 
he's just like, he's just kind of like that. Like he's always had an aerobic, a little bit of an aerobic background and never been super strong. And now, it, but, but he goes a hundred percent. So he'll run like three to four miles as fast as he can, but he doesn't run, he doesn't run 10, you know, it sounds but, like me pretty much, to but he'll get days. off, but then he'll get off the couch and smoke a half iron or not a half iron smoke a half marathon, um, without training for it, you know, like, so it's like, dude, imagine what you could do if you trained smart for that race. Like you're that fast that you did so good. So I really don't have any doubt that he would finish it and do really well. Um, it's just, it's not a 90 minute race, you know? So that's the only thing I would worry about is to make sure that someone who does want to do that doesn't just roll off the couch and do it. But per our last discussion, those freaks do exist. And some people, yeah. some people yeah. might be able to do that. Like, yeah, I, I think that I would throw out of bed and complete a full Ironman, dude. No, I mean, I said a half, the 70.3. Uh, even a half, man. I mean, that's, that would be freakish. Um, yeah. I'm not saying there's not people out there that could do it, but I just think you'd be in so much pain on the that's, bike. Yeah, that's it. I just think like physically, like getting on a bike, dude. If I got on a bike right now and just bike five miles, my lower back would feel like it was going to come, my lumbar would feel like it would pop out my skin. I think, you know, it's just to, to get in that position. Yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. I think that would be the hardest part, honestly. I think I think people with uh, an aerobic base and people who know how to swim could probably get through a 70.3 like relatively well. But I think they'd be so incredibly uncomfortable on the bike for three hours. Yeah, absolutely. Unless, you know, unless you train your body to deal with that for three hours because it is very uncomfortable um, if you're not someone who's putting in three hour rides, you know, so I think that'd be the hardest part, not even just the physical aspect, the discomfort of, uh, the ride. So of course you have to be able to swim for 45 to 50 minutes, but you know, yeah, there's a lot of moving parts there. I don't know. We'll see if it happens. I would love for it to happen. It'd be cool if he did kind of yeah. have someone there with you alongside, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'd love, I'd love for him to do it. I just, I'm trying to just be delicate with uh, pushing him. I, I want him to feel confident if he does do it and yeah. I don't want him to do it just because I'm doing it and just because it's there. Um, I want him to yeah. feel like he can do well and be safe and push hard. And um, I think he could get there. I just don't know if he has the time. He's very, very busy with work all the time. So yeah, that's fair. I yeah. told him, I was like, if you can put, you know, I was like, you don't need 20 hours a week. It's not a full Ironman. You just, if you can find like an extra eight to 12 hours, you could probably do a pretty decent job at getting prepared. And mm-hmm. right now it's just, I th- right now he just does CrossFit a couple times a week. That's what he does. So, um, he might sprinkle in a three or four mile run here and there, but yeah, that's, that's not going to do it for a, a half iron. So I don't, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but um, to be determined, we'll discuss later. But cool. anyways, if, uh, if you don't have anything else, let's wrap it up. Yeah, cool. yeah, that was a good one. So that was, that's episode 48. Um, again, thanks for listening. Um, help do us a favor, help us out, share this, like this, um, check out our website, hillpursuit.com, where you can access this episode and all 47 other episodes. 
um, streaming on Spotify, Podbean, Google Podcasts. And of course, you can also check out the daily blog about training, fitness, life, everything in between. Um, find us on social at Hill Pursuit. Again, like, subscribe, share our stuff. Um, we would love to hear from you. So if you'd like, you can send us an email, hillpursuit at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for following along. And we will see you next time.